Hey there, I'm Jess Jordana, copywriter and brand messaging strategist for online business owners and your host of the Feel Wealthy Show, the podcast that has basically nothing to do with any of that, but also everything to do with it at the same time. See, all of us listening are pursuing some version of more. Maybe it's why you started your business, or maybe it's why you find yourself constantly dreaming, what if? But in this pursuit of more, I've found that we're absolutely starving for examples of those of us who are soaking in, celebrating, or even just noticing the more that we hold right now. I believe you can have it all, and I believe I can too, but real talk, It rarely comes all at once, and quite frankly, magic is easy to miss in the making of it. So on the Feel Wealthy Show, I'm bringing you alongside myself and other successful people as we explore a tangible, concrete meaning of wealth that not only changes our lives, but also changes our days as we practice feeling it now instead of holding out hope for later. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Feel Wealthy Show. Okay, I know I usually say, I'm so excited to talk to you today, but I'll be completely honest, I'm not really excited for this topic, and I have been avoiding it like the plague. Do we say avoiding it like COVID yet instead of the plague? I feel like that's more current, but anyway, I have been avoiding this topic because it feels really hard to talk about, so... Today's podcast is called How to Love the Crap Out of Your Right Now, Even If You Want More. And let me tell you, the reason why I have been avoiding recording this podcast is because this is so, so hard for me. And I don't like to talk about things that I am, that I have not mastered yet. It is just a personal thing of mine, but I do it all the time because. I'm a thought leader and a content creator, and that's what we do, right? But that doesn't mean that it is easy. So I have really pushed this task off in my ClickUp tasks until the very last possible second. And here we are, which means I am coming to you imperfect, which I kind of feel like is the whole point of the Feel Wealthy show. It is how to be in the present even when you don't have it all together, right? So I feel like it is so important to talk about this topic because most, if not all of you who are listening, care about achieving goals. Like you care about what your life looks like. You are aiming for some kind of more in your life. And whether that is through your online business or maybe how you approach your job, it doesn't matter what it is. But the truth is, if you are an achiever, if you are a goal setter, it's probably hard for you to love the ever living crap out of your right now right? Like if you're always wishing for more, it's really hard to be present and grateful for right now. But we know as people who probably listen to self-development podcasts that the more we can be in gratitude for right now, the easier what we want in the future is going to come our way. And that is really, really hard for me to understand. So There is this challenge that I have been faced with in my life and that I think all of us are of balancing presence and dreaming because the truth of the matter is I don't want to be so fully present 
that I forget to dream, that I forget to aim for more, that I forget to go for more and take action after that. But I have been, the scales in my life have been tipped for so long toward dreaming that I'm really trying to tip them back in the direction of presence. So I'm hoping that all of this is making sense and I hope that you're like nodding your head on the other side of your phone, your headphones, whatever you're listening to because I really, really do think that I'm not alone in this and I'm hoping that this unfiltered, imperfect conversation that we get to have today is going to help you frame what this might look like in your life in terms of being present in your right now, really loving your right now while also wanting and aiming for more. So here's the thing that I kind of realized the other day. I think I'm okay with my right now. I think I'm okay with it, but I am so tired of being okay with it. Like I want to love, like I said, the ever living crap out of my every day, out of my today. Like my toddler who hugged her foxy stuffed animal this morning and said, you're so beautiful, foxy. I so love you, foxy. Like I want that with my daily life. You know what I mean? I want to love my present like that. But I was joking with my business coach, Lacey, the other day that the only reason that she signed off on me creating the Feel Wealthy show is because this is the thing that I need to do the most work on. Great. Thank you, Lacey. Great podcast idea. Do the work on your mindset through your actual podcast. So anyway, I do think that I have experienced this in a couple of really real ways lately. So I wanted to share those stories as examples with you in case you find yourself as a future thinker who has trouble anchoring and rooting into gratitude in the present as well. So story number one is my Hyundai Palisade analogy. So I drive a Hyundai Palisade and I have had this car for a little over a year. I think we got it last summer, if I'm remembering correctly. It could have been two years. No, I think it's been one year. Anyway, it is a white Hyundai Palisade. It has leather interior. It is the tippy top package. It's a Hyundai. And I love this car with every fiber of my being. Every time people talk about cars, I'm like, I could not be more happy with my car that I have right now. Like it has everything I want. It has heated and cooled seats. It has like literally anything that I would want in a car. But the reality is a Hyundai Palisade is like mid-tier, if even that, in terms of cars. And It's not that I don't ever want a nicer car. Actually, cars are not really my thing, so this is probably a bad example, but it's not that I don't ever want a nicer car. It's just that I am so completely and utterly content with my car right now. And I want to use this as an analogy because being content, this is so hard to process in the moment, but... Being content is not the same thing as tolerating something. So I think like 
a lot of times contentment is used in place of tolerating. Like I can just be content with what I have right now, like in kind of a sarcastic tone, but that's like, no, you're actually just tolerating what you have right now while you still want more in this very moment. And the contentment is just a flip side of that tolerating energy. It is a different feeling behind I'm okay with what I have right now. It is I experience joy with what I have right now. I feel so grateful for what I have right now. And this is where the nuance comes in because you can shift your daily experience by shifting how you feel and it can be just as much as understanding okay instead of just tolerating this i'm going to actually be content in it and what would it look like for me to be content like what would i say if i was content with my hyundai palisade what would i think whenever people talk about fancy cars what would i what would come to mind whenever i'm driving around and blaring the radio with my cooled seats in the heat of the summer and my air conditioner that works like i would be so grateful for that right and i think part of this is why i love the feel wealthy list so much because it gives you tangible things to anchor into that allow you to tap into that gratitude and that joy. I think it's easy for people to say, oh, just have more gratitude, have more joy, and you will attract more of the things that you want, or you will enjoy your daily experience more. And it's like, okay, cool, but like, what does that literally look like? Like, how do I do that? And this list, it sounds so silly, but that's how I do it. I look at my list whenever I'm feeling down in the dumps and I say, okay, what are some things that elevate my attitude? What are some things that make me smile? What are some things that make me take a deep breath of gratitude? And I can see those tangible things and then I can go put one of those things on or I can light a candle or I can pour myself a totally mediocre drink in a fancy glass and feel like I am really enjoying and experiencing that moment. So I think that this is just, I just want to make sure that you guys understand that the feel wealthy list is not just a project. It's not just a list that you make in your notes app once and then you're like, oh, that was fun the end. It is something that you can truly use on a day-to-day basis. Like my Hyundai Palisade is on my feel wealthy list because it is something that makes me feel like I have literally everything I want in this very moment when it comes to my car and when it comes to what I drive around. And so I think that it is something that can really help you anchor into so many mindset things that we try to do on a daily basis, but we have a hard time tangibly grabbing hold of. And so that is just example number one is my Hyundai Palisade, which I love. Okay, so... Example number two, I want to tell you guys about our home situation right now. Not going to give you too many details, but we have an interesting living 
circumstance at the moment because back at the beginning of the summer, we decided to list our home for sale. And our intention was to put it up for sale, kind of build a house and like maybe temporarily rent something in between. We didn't really think that our house would go super quickly, but we knew that we could get top dollar for it because of the market where we live. And so we listed our house and 48 hours later, we had a full price offer. So then started our hunt in our small town in a really wild rental market to find a place to rent that would accommodate a family of three with a toddler and a dog and not be astronomically expensive and would allow for a temporary lease of some kind while we are in the process of building our home. And... I started looking around. I scoured the internet. I looked on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace. I went and met this random lady at a really like remote home that could have been very unsafe. Like I was desperate, okay? And I was just trying to find a home that I could picture us in and that I felt like we could be comfortable in for six to eight months while we were building our house and we just were not finding anything even remotely close it went so far as i looked on airbnb to see which homes in our area were on airbnb and i directly messaged hosts asking if they would consider a short-term lease instead of like a night-to-night or month-to-month kind of thing and everything was just so astronomically expensive and so below like what we would even be comfortable living in that I was so so discouraged but that very same weekend I when we sold our house when we put our house up for sale my mother-in-law went to look at a house that was on that was for sale on her dream street they've always wanted to live on this street that has a really great view in our town and the homes don't go up for sale very often on that street because they're really sought after and people really love them because of the view because of the neighborhood all of that kind of stuff so a home went up the same day that we received our first offer on our house she went and looked at it and then they immediately put an offer on that house so about a week passes their offer gets accepted they're moving out of their 30 year old home this was the home that my husband grew up in and so they were going to move and all of a sudden we kind of thought like okay if there's nothing on the rental market would it be possible for us to rent their house them to not sell it because they were planning on selling it before they moved into that other house would it be possible for us to rent their house in the meantime and be able to build our house at the same time not have to find another rental opportunity so long story short that is the agreement that we came to and we moved in to my in-laws house on the same weekend that they moved in to their new house so it was a really hilarious i wish somebody would have filmed it kind of family shuffle my dad was there to help um thank goodness but we had 
we were moving out of our house that we sold so we had to get everything out we were moving into their house into my in-laws old house we were moving everything out of their old house into their new house it was quite the debacle but we did it and um so we ended up with this really ideal situation where we were able to find an affordable place we still are paying them absolutely but it was much more affordable than the like scary places that had one picture of like the bathroom with their gross shower curtain and we're charging an arm and a leg but we were able to find a totally ideal place in between moving to exactly what we wanted so this is a really interesting situation to examine from a mindset standpoint because it would be easy to feel discontent in living in this in-between home as we're waiting for this house that we love to be built but instead my husband and i have really taken this mindset of being so so very grateful that we found the perfect situation that wasn't even available technically when our house went on the market this situation just popped up and was the perfect situation for us and we were able to take advantage of that and now we are able to be in a clean comfortable well-kept home in between when we are out of our old house and into the house that we're building so i feel like this is a really good example of there's absolutely no doubt that i want more than this house than we're that we're in right now i am itching to get into our new house that we are building i'm excited about the things that we've chosen in this house and the plans that we've put together and all of that kind of stuff i am like so stinking excited for it but anytime somebody asks me about living in my in-laws old house i'm like you know what i am honestly so grateful it has been the perfect situation for us and i mean that with all of my heart and i'm not very good at that so i feel like this is a really good example of like this is how you can be so grateful for where you are right now even if you're looking forward to more it doesn't have to be one or the other you can absolutely have both so I wonder if there might be a situation in your life that you could think of and you can kind of like call on as a frame to how to do this because I think sometimes it's really easy for us to say that we struggle with something or that we've never been good at something or that we can't do it like if we're setting goals in business and we have a hard time being present and giving ourselves credit for where we are right now. But if often if you look to other areas of your life, you're actually doing this and you don't even notice it. So I really just wanna encourage you to look throughout your life and think, okay, where am I content even though I do want more in the future? And then how can I like step into that feeling and replicate that in other areas of my life and call on that experience to um, kind of breathe life into that practice in your business, in your health and fitness, in your home decor, like whatever it may be where you feel like you are experiencing the most discontent, how can you call on that experience from another area of life to 
help you anchor into what that gratitude might look like in that area of difficulty. So I have no idea if I said anything in this podcast episode. I certainly hope so, but I just wanted to give some tangible examples of how you can truly have both, how you can feel wealthy now instead of waiting for later without sacrificing your wealth later. Like this is not about do I just spend all my money while I'm feeling wealthy right now and sacrifice everything that I'm working for? No, it's not that. It is literally what are things that you already have tangibly that you find joy, abundance, elevation in your mood, any of those kinds of things in, and how can you really write those down and focus on them so that you can withstand the delayed gratification that it takes to get to your long-term goals. So it's not about either or, it's about doing them both, and it's about them strengthening each other. This is kind of like an iron sharpens iron situation the more that you have gratitude for right now, the better you are going to feel when you actually reach your goals. And then you're going to want to reach your goals again and again and again, and you're going to know exactly how to do it. So I also want to note, this is my last kind of thing here. Contentment becomes a lot harder when you don't feel confident in what's coming next. Both of these examples I will probably more the home situation example. Part of the reason why I feel so content in the home that we're in right now is because I am so stinking certain of what is coming next. Like we have plans, we have a team that is building our home. Like it is so obvious that that is what is coming next. If I didn't know that that was coming next, the present contentment would be a lot harder. But it's not that you have to have that like tangible certainty. It's that we have to learn how to be certain in our futures, whether we have the evidence for it or not. And that is going to make contentment in the present a lot easier in the day to day because you're like, hey, you know what? I'm exactly where I need to be right now and I am content and happy where I am right now because I know that everything I want is coming to me. And so if you can kind of cultivate and build up that belief in your mind, I think that present contentment is going to come a lot more easily and I am also going to try to write that in my journal and get better at it in other situations because like I said, I can speak here to you about our home situation, about loving my car, about all of that kind of stuff. And there are 93 other areas that I really suck at being present in and being grateful in. So all of that said, I hope that this really just pinpointed something for you that you can latch onto when it comes to working on your gratitude in the day-to-day and gave you a tangible way to do that instead of just thinking yourself to death and saying, be more grateful, be more grateful. And then just beating yourself up because you're not more grateful, you know? So I, again, I hope that this was helpful and I am excited to talk to you guys on the next Feel Wealthy show. Please be sure to send me a DM if you love this episode. And I'm always happy to chat with you about what is on your Feel Wealthy list. So feel free to share with me as well. I will talk to you soon. 
Thank you so much for listening in on this episode of the Feel Wealthy Show. If you love it here, then be sure to leave a five-star rating or review for the podcast. When you leave a five-star rating or review, you'll actually be entered to win the Feel Wealthy feature of the month. That's where I snail mail you something from my very own Feel Wealthy list as a thank you for supporting the podcast. I'm also a firm believer that the highest form of flattery is a recommendation, so I would be honored if you'd shout us out on Instagram. Be sure to tag me at Jess Jordana so I can gush in thanks in the DMs. It really means so much. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, I hope you remember that an absolutely essential part of creating real tangible wealth in your life is choosing to feel wealthy now instead of waiting for later. Talk to you soon.